What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Tuesday, February 2nd, and we are heading towards the Super Bowl. And you know what we have coming up today and tomorrow, actually? We're going to do, joining me now, to do the first of what will be several, I believe, um, uh, I'm going to call them micro-dosing pods. Uh, Larry Hartstein, the great Larry Hartstein. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm great, Will. I was just listening to you guys talking about your Super Bowl storylines and getting pumped. Thank you. All right. That was, a, that was a fun episode. That was, we went live and it just sort of careened out of control. Brady, and then Brady Quinn and I for tomorrow's show ended up spending the first five minutes talking about Nick Cage in 1997. So, uh, surely a very tight podcast. This one will be tight. So we've, we've, um, we, we, I think we created the emergency podcast and the emergency podcast has now become like sort of just a thing that everybody does. And we, we never got credit for it. That's fine. I don't, we don't want credit for it, but like everybody does these now. Everybody's emergency podcast. Everybody's doing live podcasts. So we're going to keep zigging, Larry. We're going to microdose podcast. We are doing microdose podcasts where we do a short, quick, sort of like the early edge podcast available uh, every day by 11 a.m. that you were on frequently with Jonathan Coachman that people can subscribe to, uh, gambling picks every single day. Make sure you go to sportsline.com slash uh, join, use promo code edge. You'll get your first month for free, which will also give you CBS all access, which will get you, uh, you know, access to stream the, the Super Bowl when it comes out. But microdosing podcasts, tons of quick hitting prop analysis. And that's, this is now the future. So we're continuing to zig and you guys do a great job with the early age podcast, by the way. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm trained to only talk in like 30 second clips. So it's perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trained to only talk in 30 minute intervals. Like I'll, I'll, be on a five minutes. So like I, it happens to me a lot actually where I'm, I'll be talking for five minutes and I'll realize that my phone is cut out and I'm on a radio hit. And I, it, it, I'm like, Oh, I've been talking to myself for seven minutes. Uh, speaking of props. So make sure and go to check out the CBS sports football props game for your chance to compete for $1 million. That's right. A million dollars. You can correctly answer all the question and a guaranteed $50,000 to the winner. Win it all without risking anything because if football props is free to play, just visit cbssports.com slash props or do the easier thing and download the CBS Sports app to enter. Uh, and Larry, I don't, we're not eligible to win because we work for CBS, but you can give the people some helpful advice. So let's dive right in and talk about your, uh, your, some of your favorite props, including a passing prop for one Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this is one of those you just kind of keep it simple. You look at the game total and the team total for the Chiefs. I mean, they're projected 29 and a half points. How are those points going to come? You know, and in, even if they go under that, which a lot of people, a lot of sharp people think this game is an underplay, I still think they're going to get three touchdowns. So, you know, I think they're going to get four. But how are they going to come? I don't think the Bucks are giving up too many on the ground. Ten rushing touchdowns allowed all season, none in the last two games. And Vita Vea, you know, he's kind of like, the Akeem Hicks, where when he's playing, you know, you don't play the running back against him. When he's not playing, you play the running back. Vita Vea, 2.7 yards per carry when he's in the lineup, and that goes up to about 3.9 when he's out. And last week, you know, the Packers had decent success, 4.2 yards per carry, but they didn't stick with it. I think they didn't feel they could run, and, and, and a lot of times they made those stupid, you know, they get the turnover, pass, pass, pass. You know, we can – we don't have to get into that. But the point is – it's hard to run against Tampa Bay. And I don't think the Chiefs running attack is even as good as the Packers. And you talk about that offensive line, three different guys playing different positions. I still think the Chiefs are going to score. So I think those are going to be through the air. And it's a long way of saying over two and a half TDs passing for Patrick Mahomes. He had three in the first meeting, 
Uh, that's not a big stretch for him. He threw for 462, but he was also inside the 23 other times. Two field goals they settled for, and they had a sack fumble. Uh, hmm. but there was a fumble there. So um, I just think this is pretty simple. Three TDs for Patrick Mahomes in what should be a high-scoring game, even if it goes under. I, I'm I'm with you, and it's up to minus 150 on William Hill now. I don't know that we'll see it go to three. Like, I don't think the over-under will go to three and a half, right? I mean, maybe it's over-under three and a half and the under is heavily juiced. I don't think they would do that, but I could see them continuing to juice this to the over. So I would say for people to get it in now, because I agree with you. I like this over-pick. Yeah, if this game goes, if it's 17 to 10, which would be stunning, but it's, 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 it's a possibility. If it's 17 to 10, you know, you're probably not going to win it, right? Cause less than three touchdowns. But I, I, when you look at the Buccaneers, as you point out, their run defense, fantastic. They are a pass funnel because of that run defense. Smart teams throw the ball aggressively against them. Andy Reid is a smart coach. The Chiefs are a smart team. The Bucks also blitz like crazy. That's going to offer opportunities to go up top to Tyree Kill like they did in the first meeting. And then the undersold thing here, Larry, is if they get down to the red zone inside the five, no That's one loves a little trick pass, which yeah. counts as a touchdown pass more than Andy Reid. The little shovel pass to Kelsey, the little jet sweep pass to Tyreek Hill. You can get those cheap score, cheap scores, uh, that way. And, and that's how you end up hitting that over. Um, and of course, as I mentioned, the blitz frequent, uh, frequently occurs. Todd Bowles are the highest blitzing defensive coordinators in football. And when you blitz, it puts corners on an island against guys like Tyreek Hill, which is why you might like the over on his longest reception at 27 and a half, right? This, I think, is my favorite one because, I mean, you look at the first meeting. He had three different catches that went over this number. He had a 75 yeah, touchdown catches that went over this number. Yeah, exactly. The first quarter. Last week we saw against Green Bay, he took a short pass, took it 71 yards. He made those guys look like they were in quicksand. You know, he can do that on a screen. And Tampa Bay has given up 24 passes longer than this number all year. Uh, Tyreek Hill has gone over this in five of his last seven. And, you know, even if we do think he's going to get extra attention, I mean, there's just a, a simple speed factor uh, that he has that no one else can really match. So I just love this over 27 and a half. And, like, it does play into the fact that I think this is a 40-pass game for Patrick Mahomes. You know, I know they're going to want to try to run the ball. I just think he's going to throw 40 times, and I think Tyreek Hill is going to catch at least one long one. I mean, he averages 14.7 yards per reception this year. And, you know, when you look at Tyreek Hill and how his season sort of came along, they they really drastically changed. I think it was about week seven where they just changed his usage completely. And this is a guy who's not been a high-volume receiver for much of his career. From week seven through the end of the regular season, week 15, because he didn't play week 16, he averaged 10.8 targets per game. That is wild, Larry. And I mean, 14.4 yards per reception, but you have to figure if he's catching seven passes, one of those is going over 28 yards, whether it's a slant that ends up in a jailbreak or whether they go up top against him with Carlton Davis. I agree with you. I think this is, I don't know how much higher they can make it, but I, I think he's going to have a 30 yard catch because he's Tyree kill. And that is, that's what he does. Again, the game script, the way it works, even if they double him for the entire game, like if they, if they double him for the entire game, Travis Kelsey is going to have 42 catches, yeah. right? <laughs> but, and if, even if you start doubling him and the Kelsey's eating, you're going to move some help down with the safety. And then all of a sudden they're going to go up top on you. And, and Patrick Mahomes is so smart. And Tyreek Hill can also make these catches in a playground style where 
you know, a play breaks down, Mahomes is scrambling out and, and, and Hill comes back. And then all of a sudden you have a long strike down the field. It's just asking too much to contain him, uh, for that lengthy amount of time. Uh, but you do think that the Buccaneers, uh, may be able to at least bring down Patrick Mahomes against a pressure on him because you like the over on the Bucks sack total, right? Right. It's only two. It's not two and a half. And that's a big difference. So, you know, if they only get two, you're still pushing and it's just, it's part of the narrative. I mean, like you, you know, when we do these props, you have to build a narrative of how you think the game is going to go or most likely to go. And my, one of my main theories is that the Chiefs will not be able to run the ball successfully. So they're going to be dropping back 40 plus times. And, you know, the Bucks actually got those five sacks without pressure last week against uh, Aaron Rodgers. And they don't plan to blitz too much because they know that Patrick Mahomes absolutely destroys the blitz. But I still think with that, you know, Remmers and Wiley, I think they're going to get pressure. Two sacks out of 40-plus dropbacks is not a lot, especially when Patrick Mahomes, he's not like Drew Brees. He's going to release it, you know, within two seconds no matter what. You know, Patrick Mahomes does release it very quickly, 2.6 seconds on average, but he'll stay in there. He'll take the hit. He'll try to get the guys deep, and uh, he'll take those shots. And and also, you know, with his mobility, maybe a little bit compromised. I just think uh, that two sacks is not a lot to ask from this Buccaneers defense. Uh, you know, could easily be three or four. Yeah, and if you look at the games with Mahomes in terms of the sacks that teams have generated on him, four by New Orleans, three by Las Vegas, which is really the outlier, but they they beat them. That was the only loss for the Chiefs on the season. Um, only Mahomes loss on the season, excuse me. And, uh, Denver three, Miami three, Carolina, a little bit of an outlier, I guess, at two. And then Tampa at two, uh, in terms of sacks generated, those are for the most part outside of Carolina and the Raiders teams with good pass rushes and teams with good defenses. And Tampa again has a good defense, a good pass rush. And when you get the opportunity to push it too, you don't need two and a half, just two. And you don't have the starting left tackle or the starting right tackle and the Bucks have a really good defensive line. It makes a lot of sense. Um, as you said, Patrick Mahomes not afraid to extend plays. He does throw the ball away really well, but I think you could see a bring down in the backfield where he tries to pick up yardage and all of a sudden you get that quick one and, and it, it maybe it snowballs a little bit. So I like all three of those. Um, yeah, he could my, be scrambling and trying to run. And if they get him behind the line, sure. You get yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised either if maybe Mahomes is willing to lay down a little bit more quickly to avoid injury on his foot. You know, if it's depending on, especially if the, if the Chiefs have a lead late, you know, he's not going to force a turnover. He's going to want to keep the clock going. So you got the possibility of like a garbage time sack, which would be incredible, especially if it got it up to three. All right, Larry. Uh, great stuff as always. Excellent micro pod. Make sure to check out the early edge. If you like short, quick, a uh, smart podcast with great gambling information. This is the podcast for you. Search for the uh, Early Edge podcast in Apple Podcast, Spotify. You watch it on YouTube if you want to see uh, Coach tell you to uh, to give it to me. Great stuff as always, man. He says, "Take it straight." Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You've been spending too much time with Coachman. That's you can tell. Uh, but it's a great show. Uh, make sure to check that out. Thanks, Larry. Anytime.